Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to inspire us. And just seeing uh, so many of you for this program, it's so motivating for me, so inspiring for me that alhamdulillah, we hope and we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes this program such that we are inspired, we are motivated, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places it on our mizani hasanat and our book of good deeds insha'Allah ta'ala. Let us move on to one item and one segment of the program. It's no secret that we are living in a time where the political climate, the economical climate is so volatile. We see that inflation is on the rise. We see fuel hikes. We see food prices and these sort of things. They are affecting every single person and not only the elderly, it affects the youth as well. So as the youth of, the, the youth of this ummah, it is important for us that we learn how to manage and we learn how to save our wealth from a young age. It's very, very important. And this is a message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala conveys to us in the Qur'an. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala advises us, وَلَا تُسْرِفُوا With regard to the wealth that you enjoy, your money, your food, whatever it is, your clothing, don't be wasteful. In Surah Bani Israel, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الْمُبَذِّرِينَ كَانُوا إِخْوَانَ الشَّيَاطِينَ The mubadhirin, those who waste in haram avenues, these are the brothers of shaitan. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to us in a beautiful hadith, he says, الْإِقْتِصَادُ فِي النَّفَقَةِ نِصْفُ الْمَعِيشَةِ Half of livelihood, half of livelihood, is to be moderate in spending. So Quranic principles are there for us to make a part and parcel of our life. How to budget, how to save our wealth. These are Quranic principles and principles that have been conveyed to us via the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In order for us to be able to manage our wealth and to enjoy our wealth for a longer period of time. And insha'Allah ta'ala for more on this, to elaborate further on this topic insha'Allah ta'ala about budgeting and saving and managing our wealth. As youngsters, I would like to now call upon Mawlana Safwan Navlaki Falyatafadl Mashkura. Mawlana Salman Safwan Navlaki Hafizahullah ta'ala is the founding member of Dean Pro. He is also a Sharia advisor and he is a graduate of Jamia Al-Ulum Al-Islamiyah in Johannesburg. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين uh, first of all, on behalf of the Dean Pro team, we'd like to really extend our warmest welcome to all of you. Jazakumullah khairan for availing yourself this morning. We have a very important topic before us, and I see that the screen on the left is not in sync with the screen on the right, and we actually should be looking there. But in any case, uh, let's get started, inshallah. So we are talking about and the message is here, so you don't have to look there. So the first uh, point that, that, that I wanted to mention 
is if you have to look at the screen on, on the right-hand side, right, there are four messages in, in four blocks. So what do those messages say? Can you guys see? What do those messages say? Those messages... Let's go ahead and go across and read it for you to make it easy. So one says... Uh, let me go this way, sorry, sorry. So the one message says, fit a few more goals into 2022, apply for A, A something. Go from where you are to where you want to be with A something. And the last one, uh, A something of up to dot 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 could be just what you need to bring your dreams to life. Now these are four messages which I received myself on different occasions. Can anyone fill in the missing gaps? What are they offering? What are they selling to me? Anyone? Come, some ideas. Gee. Anyone? Gee, what do you think? Yes? No one. You guys didn't eat breakfast today. So, to make it easy for you, they are selling money. What are they selling? Money. They are selling loans. So, just look, let's look at the wording. A loan of up to whatever amount could be just what you need to bring your dreams to life. Alright? Just look at the wording. Bring your dreams to life. Here. This one, it says, tired of pumping the brakes on your plans. So, Meaning, you don't have the money to do what you want. Here's the money, do what you want. The other one, put a few more goals into 2022. You can do more with, you can do more with, with, with the cash that we are going to give to you. And the last one, go from where you are to where you want to be. So the way it is offered and sold is that the loan that is going to be offered to you by the bank or by the financial institution is going to solve your problems. It is going to take you from sadness to happiness. And this is something that we should be very careful of. It is known as the debt trap. It is known as the debt, debt trap. So debt and loans are sold to us as if they are a solution to all our problems. And this results in something which is known as over-indebtedness. Over-indebtedness means when a person has more debt than they can afford. And I'll give you an interesting fact, interesting statistic. On average, how much do you think South Africans in general pay from their monthly income towards their debt? So not paying their rent or, or, or their expenses, their fuel, their groceries, uh, their health uh, expenses and so forth, their medical expenses, purely debt paying for loans and so forth that they have, how much of their income on average do you think do they put into paying their debt? Come, we need guesses here. Ji. Anyone else? 75. Okay. One more. Ji, what do you think? You. Ji. 
six, more than 60% of an individual's uh, income on average is spent in paying off uh, and servicing their debts, which means if a person earns 10,000, then more than 6,000 rands is going into that debt, which means that they are left with very little. If a person is earning 20,000, for example, then more than 12,000 is going into servicing their debt, which leaves them with very little disposable income, and this results in a huge amount of financial distress, because now you don't have money to pay your real bills, which you, you, need, you need to buy food for your family and so forth, and this results in uh, a huge amount of financial distress, people go into depression, and oftentimes people commit suicide as well as a result of the stress that comes, uh, that arises from indebtedness. The second slide here, and I'm sorry it's a bit small, but just to explain to you for those who can't see from far, we have two pictures on the side there. One is uh, selling a brand new Mercedes, and it says unstoppable just like you, and the second one is a BMW, right? Now the question that I have for you is when we see these adverts that are selling different things to us, whether it's a new watch or a new phone or a new car, right? I'm giving you three filters that you need to apply to determine whether or not you should acquire that particular item. So three filters. <coughs> if, any, if it does not pass any one of these three filters, then that is a, uh, a less, uh, an indication that we should not proceed with that purchase. So what are the three filters? The first filter is, can I afford it? Can I afford it? If I can afford it, then, okay, I can go to the next step. What is the next step? Will it add significant value to my life? So, okay, I've got this certain device. Let's just call it a phone, right? And it's fulfilling all the functions that I need it to fulfill. Uh, and they've launched now a new, uh, a new uh, phone in the same line or something new that I'd like to purchase. It has more or less the same features, maybe a camera with slightly better quality or it just looks smarter and it's just something new. Do, will it add real value to my life? So yes, if it has significant features which I need in my life, so if it has a better battery capacity and you need a better battery capacity, that's a good a good enough reason, and uh, if uh, it has a bigger memory capacity and your phone is full and you require for work or whatever purposes you require a better memory capacity, that's another good reason. But if it's just something else, just, just to be late, have the latest te technology, and that's definitely not a good, good enough reason. And the last one is, will you have to compromise other more important things in order to acquire that particular item? So these are the three filters. If the answer to any of these, uh, if, 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 if the answer is, is, is in the negative, meaning I cannot afford it, or it won't add significant value, or I will have to compromise something more important, then what does that mean? It means that we should not proceed with that particular purchase because it's going to lead us to problems. Right, now... Right. Okay, so here we have savings 101. The first point is save first, spend later. So we all know that we want things in life, right? We all want to have different things that excite us, that make us 
feel good, but importantly, we have to spend after we save. Because if you spend first, you are likely to be left with nothing, and that will leave you in a difficult predicament in terms of being able to, uh, to, 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 to deal with those emergency situations when they arise. Right. Importantly, earning versus spending. So if a person earns a certain amount, then they need to ensure that their spending never ever exceeds that particular earning and plan your spending. Now, if a person has a certain, for, even as a child, for example, if your parents give you a certain amount for the month or the week, you have to plan that particular spending in order to ensure that it lasts you. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself with an empty pocket before uh, you reach the, the, the next payment date. And lastly, you need to get creative, see how you can uh, save money if you get uh, what's something that you call bank your change. And even on banking apps, they have this, where if you purchase, for example, for 95 rands, you can bank the 5 rands and it will go into a savings account. So this is also a good feature that you could use. And lastly, I'd just like to quickly touch on why should we save? Right, so why should we save? That's the question we ask ourselves. It's, it's so difficult because you are sacrificing those important things that you want to purchase, so why should you do it? The first reason is that it avoids financial distress. As I said, and we all understand that when a person is in a difficult situation, he's unable to afford things that he, would, that he really needs, it will make him very, very stressed. And that is why Rasulullah mentioned in a hadith, كَادَ الْفَقْرُ أَيَّكُونَ كُفْرًا that when a person is in dire poverty, is in dire need, then that is very highly possible that it could lead him to disbelief, to kufr. Because of the intense pressure that he'll be in, under, he will compromise his beliefs in order to get financial gain. Uh, it's, it leads to self-empowerment. This is very important. You know, we all want to improve our quality of life and so forth. By spending more, we're not going to do that. It will be short-lived. Yes, you may have a new phone or a new car or whatever, but it will be short-lived until you hit that crunch and you won't be able to continue. But if you build a savings culture and you, you build up uh, a reserve for yourself, you'll see, soon see that that will allow you to take steps slowly and, and, and surely, but you will take yourself up from where you currently are. And just one more that I'd like to mention is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us from this earth and He has given us a sort of an instruction to develop the earth, to cultivate the earth, to make it inhabitable. So how would we implement this particular injunction, this requirement, if we do not have the financial means? We do, if we do not have the financial means, we will never be able to accomplish this because we will always be on the back foot and trying to catch up. Whereas if we apply our minds to preserving our resources and not just spending on every other uh, item that is marketed to us, but we think about it wisely and spend it in avenues of deen, in uplifting deen, advancing causes of Islam, then we will see that all the financial resources of the Ummah put together will build a future for the Ummah. But as long as we go down this route of consumerism and we all 
you know, we've shown different things in the adverts and so forth, and we continue to buy it in our individual cap capacity, trying to compete with one another. We're all losing the bigger picture, and we're all losing the bigger race. So these are just a few messages in summary that I thought I'd share with you. Jazakumullah khairan. We now move on to the next item.